This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Happy Thanksgiving 2015 to our listeners of the American Variety Network. Enjoy your turkey and get ready for some Christmas shopping right after your meal. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special Monday afternoon episode of the In Your Face Talk Show here live on American Variety Network. I hope you're having a wonderful Monday thus far and are looking forward to this great show. I'm your host, Alice Cardinelli. This is going to be an awesome week here live on American Variety Network. We celebrate our 250th episode this Saturday. How awesome is that? So, let's start this week off right with an awesome show today. Today, I am going to interview a lady who has been on numerous podcasts and radio shows. She is an awesome friend of mine, And she's also an awesome Corridorist catfish breeder. But every time people ask her to be a guest, it's for her to chat Corridorist. And I think she must get tired of talking about Corridorist catfish all the time. But I am good friends with her. She's a very sweet lady, and she's very nice. Today, we are going to get to know her as a friend, and we'll also learn about her other hobbies, and more. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Mrs. Lynn Masney, my friend. Lynn, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing damn good. Awesome. I'm really glad to have you back here on the American Variety Network. I know it's been quite a while since I've had you on the show. I know. We've just been chatting back and forth on the computer. I know. I it's great. you mouth to mouth. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. I was just going to say the same thing to you. It's nice to, to finally hear from you again. So how are you doing? What are you up to? I'm doing pretty I good. I've been doing, doing a lot of shows. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I've been doing a lot of uh, radio shows, and uh, I have a saltwater fish tank now, so life is treating me pretty good recently. Yeah, I've been watching you. Seems to be coming along really well. I'm proud of you. Awesome. I'm not a, I'm not a saltwater person. I just, I just live by the saltwater. <laughs> that's good well, that's enough for cool. me. Yes, yeah, so you live right near the beach then, right? I sure do, about 10 miles away. Oh, you're awesome. I'm really proud of you for uh, breeding Corys, by the way. It's awesome. Well, I just got a an in into a situation where I might be selling them internationally. So oh, that's possibly awesome. from, Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I just sold 40 fish to somebody that can shuffle them around all over the world. So we'll see where my fish go. So you're going to become like a whole corridor wholesaler pretty soon then, huh? <laughs> yeah, it looks like I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> that's good for I you. Have other, I have other hobbies, though, besides catfish, and I cook. Just like you, I've been a cook all my life. 
my first cook job, I was at a Howard Johnson's down on US-1, down by the beach. And I was just a dishwasher at 15. And the guy that cooked kept going out and back for to smoke a joint. So <laughs> one day, well, one day he never came back in. And they threw me right on the line because I'd been helping him anyway. So that was my first cook job was a Howard Johnson's at the age of 15. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Maybe that guy uh, had too powerful of a weed or something. Well, thank God I've gone on to better things because <laughs> that was a pretty <laughs> nice job. Oh, that's funny. I can't wait to talk about your time as a, a chef and all your other hobbies on our show tonight. Well, my my best chef job, I'll have to say, well, besides cooking in the high country was my favorite, but I was also a chef at a married hotel down in Key West. Now, that was fun. Oh, awesome. That's great. So, if any of our live listeners out there have any questions, please feel free to call in at 1-347-989-8142. So, we're going to get this fun interview started right after this. So, don't go anywhere.
You're tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network, where I find the shows very educational and entertaining. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now, let's get on with the show. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to the right talk show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. In your case, sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. All right, so we have a wonderful guest tonight on the In Your Face talk show. We're going to be speaking with Lynn Matney, an accomplished corridor of catfish breeder. But tonight we're going to find out her other favorite hobbies, and we're going to talk about her time as a chef and some other stuff. But before we get into uh, speaking of your career as a chef, I know that there was a terrible tragedy this past Friday, and I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Lynn, what are your thoughts on the situation in Paris this past Friday where over 100 people were killed in what is thought to be another terrorist attack? Frankly, I think it really sucks. I'm afraid that we're going to get hit next. I really am. I mean, it's been many, many years since we've had a war over here. So I see it happening. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I hope we don't get attacked, but I I see it happening as well, just like you do. Well, it's it's happened everywhere else in the world. It might as well end up here too. I know, and hopefully but it doesn't happen. I was sad. I was really sad to see that, though. That was pretty bad. Yeah, it was terrible. I woke up on Friday uh, or Saturday morning, and I saw that on the news. It was terrible to see. Yeah, they're saying like 129 dead or something like that. I know it's 300 awful. and something wounded. This That's world has sad. gotten to become a bad place. Yes, yeah, we've gotten to become a terrible place now. Yeah. Well, I hate to see that kind of shit happen, but like I said, I see it coming here before too long. I yeah, mean, the I, I agree. Of 9/11. Hello? Yeah, 9-11 was terrible. Hopefully we'll never have to deal with anything like that again, but I do see another uh, terrorist attack here. 
if not now, in a couple of years. Yeah, a couple of years, I think you're right. But uh, anyways, moving on, I know that you love your corridors and you love the fish-keeping hobby, obviously, but what other kind of hobbies do you enjoy? Well, I enjoy horses. I worked in the high country for about 15 years riding horseback, bringing people in for horseback trips back into the mountains. I've ridden the Continental Divide on horseback. Very beautiful. It's something that I really miss now living down here in Florida. I miss the mountains really bad. Everything got packed in on horseback. Take all that stuff you got in your kitchen, Alex, put it on a horse, and bring it into camp. (laughs) That sounds like fun. Well, that's how it works. Everything goes in by horseback. Oh, very nice. I hate when they put the eggs on a horse that bucks. (laughs) That really sucks. Yeah. I worked in one camp that was pretty pretty good camp, had a good group of guys. And um, there were I learned how to make a new trap for mice. You take a five-gallon bucket, fill it halfway full of water, a little line a, across the top of it, put a can on it, and put peanut butter around it. And they get up there, try to get the peanut butter, can spins, and uh, mice go in the water. So the next morning before they got there, I took all the mice and I put them on the clothesline with a clothespin, put peanut butter and stuck a tag to them. So when all the hunters got there, I showed them what I'd been hunting. Nothing but mice. So I got to take my pictures with all the mice. (laughs) It was a pretty cool camp, though. They they even had a tree that had a cord coming out of it saying RV hookup. Like I said, neither say it's a joke because you can't get there by RV. <laughs> I've worked oh, in some pretty good camps. Yeah. If you would like the outhouses, Alex. All the outhouses, we put up girly pictures. Oh, that sounds cool. Sounds like a win win for me. Oh, yeah. You gotta have those. Can't I? And I like a view in my outhouse. I don't want it <laughs> facing a hill. Yeah, I agree with you. But it was fun. It was some of the funnest time of my life. I had to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and start making biscuits and with a wood camp stove, and we did use propane in some of the camps. And then I'd get all my husbands in. I'd call them and get them fed, get their lunches made, pack them out, help saddle some of the horses, get them out, and let them go kill something. Then I got them fed in the evening and sit around and have a beer with them, or sometimes they don't drink. And get them up again at four. So it was continuous. I spent 15 years doing that. Oh, that sounds like fun. Sounds like you had a lot of fun uh, cooking and caring for the men and caring for the horses. Oh, yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. And you wouldn't believe some of the people that you meet. I got my chance. I got, well, you make tips also. So my last job that I left, I was making $111 plus room and board, a month that is, plus room and board. They took care of my horse. So there was no cost for me at all to live there. And they, like I said, 1100 a month just for the horses and taking care of the camps and everything else. So I really enjoy hunting and fishing. That's something I really miss. 
I still fish down here. And we've even sent some, um, I don't know if you know what a salvanite is. Yeah, very beautiful cichlid. uh, cichlid. Yeah, very beautiful Central American cichlid, yellow and orange, right? Yeah, we catch them in all our canals down here. So we got busy with a good friend of mine, Alan Rawlings, who just came over from England and got a green card here. Bless his heart. I'm so happy for him. He came down here, and we went fishing and got about 15 salvanai and picked out 13 that were small enough and good enough to ship. And he took them to the cichlid convention. So that was pretty cool. And one of the guys that went from our club stood up in front of the club and said, Oh, yeah, there were Florida fish there. And me and <laughs> Becky just sat, my girlfriend just sat there and laughed. I was like, yeah, we provided them. Guess what? <laughs> they came out of your canals. <laughs> but it's a pretty good club. We do all kinds of things like camping and trekking out in the wild. And that's one thing I miss about living down here in Florida. But the only thing that I'm grateful for is that we're about five minutes away from the Everglades. So I can get out into the Everglades. they got some camps out there for airboats, and you can go camp and cook out there and do whatever you want. Oh, that's cool. I've heard a lot of good things about the Everglades. You've got some beautiful wildlife out there. Oh, bugs, though. Mosquitoes are as big as cat, big as um, hummingbirds, I swear to God. Well, okay, I hate mosquitoes. you got to remember, bring you off. But it's beautiful. <laughs> we've, got, we've got all kinds of animals out there. We don't see deer very much down here anymore because the places that used to be our ranches are now condos. <laughs> I'm kind of sad about that. They've just been building up and building up down here that there's nowhere else to go but the Everglades, and they're just screwing up the Everglades really bad. Yeah, that sucks. I heard that the Everglades are actually being uh, populated by giant pythons. Is that true? What's that? I heard that the Everglades is being populated by people release, releasing their giant python snakes and specifically oh, yeah. Burmese pythons. Oh, yeah. And a Burmese will grow fast, and it will grow big. They're not really nasty by nature. You get into a reticulated python or one of those, now that's a nasty snake. Uh, Burmese will kill you just to get around you and do it. It's not doing it out of viciousness. It just does it because it can. But they're finding some that are closer and closer to town, which is really bad. You know, you've seen that um, thing on TV, Gator Boys? Yeah, I see that on uh, Animal Planet. Yeah, well, we live about 10 miles, I mean 10 minutes from Gator Boys. So all that that's taped is right down here in my stomping grounds. Oh, well, how cool is that? Now, yeah, that is cool. We can sit here and watch the show and go, oh, oh, that's Becky's neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'll say next yeah. time I see it. <laughs> yeah, that's easy to do because we're so close to the Everglades that we do get a lot of renegade stuff here, like in, like uh, fish species aren't supposed to be here, and we're 
now we're getting the pythons and actually another one is a peacock bass that's been introduced. That's another one that people are liking it because it's a big bass to catch, but they're also eating up all the fry of everything, as is the snakehead. So all that is just putting everything to shit. Well, yeah, I can imagine all the different species that don't belong in Everglades right now. But you have a ton of Oscars and Red Devils and such in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> pigs out there, too. It's fun to watch the pigs. <laughs> yeah, pigs are awesome, too. Yeah, there's a lot of, well, they're good eating. And a lot of the pigs we have here came from a lot of ranches and stuff where they got loose. So they're kind of a cross between a feral and a domestic pig. They're still good eating. So yeah, you, you see get, a lot of pig hunting down here. You get free pork chop and free bacon. Well, it's it's fun to do. It's one thing to do. But I like in mid-Florida, it's really pretty. Mid-Florida's got a lot of streams that come up out of the ground, like bubbling creeks. And you can see the manatees and you can see everything up there. Oh, mid-Florida is beautiful. I agree with you. Mid-Florida is awesome. I think that uh, Florida is one of the best states in the in the country. Well, I had a girlfriend just moved to North Florida, and she keeps sending pictures and putting them on Facebook. And matter of fact, she just posted a picture from their hometown shopping center, and in their uh, food store. Here's Tyler Perry cruising around the food store. You know who that is? Yes, yeah, she's a famous actor. Tyler Perry from Aerosmith. Oh, yeah, I know who that is now. Yeah, yeah, he's like a, I, I saw the picture, and I went, oh, my God, what's he doing up there? It's like, what is he doing in Bumfuck, Florida? He is trying to hide. Oh, that's very cool. You get to meet some uh, cool celebrities in Florida. A lot of them oh, live yeah. down there. Oh, yeah. My sister was a limousine driver, my little sister down here. She's met everybody from Eddie Murphy and Mariah Carey, and she's met so many neat people. Jerry Lewis, she said that's one that used to request her a lot. But she drove one of the big stretches. And now she's driving county buses, 40-foot county buses. Oh, that's cool. I know that uh, Hulk Hogan and some of the wrestlers live in Florida, so some of you might uh, encounter some of the cool professional wrestlers. I'm sorry, say that again? Oh, I said I know that like Hulk Hogan and uh, some of the professional wrestlers live in Florida, so maybe one day you guys oh. can encounter them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have that going on down here a lot. I've been watching for that sting that you that you talk so much about. Yeah, he lives around there in Florida somewhere. I think he lives in uh, either Tampa or Clearwater Beach. Yeah, it's all about the same area. I used to live in Tampa years ago. I loved it down there. Well, it's all changed now. A lot of gang shit going on. Hey, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, dude, I thought everybody just shoot your ass. You hear that a lot. You're funny. 
Uh, it's like that down here at Springfield, man. Yeah, you hear that kind of shit down here a lot. <laughs> I'm in a good I'm in a good neighborhood though, and all the crackheads are two streets away. <laughs> oh yeah. You go down, you can go down the street and you can go down the street and look at every house. Crackhead, 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 crackhead. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I know a few crackheads now. Oh, I know a few of them. I've never done crack, and I have no desire to. I did enough drugs when I was young. <laughs> I did everything yeah. I could get my hands on. <laughs> but then I was born. I was born in Miami, so you know everything was here. Yeah. I was born in Miami and raised in Hollywood and Davie, which is like outskirts of Fort Lauderdale. And we're probably twenty miles away from thirty miles away from Miami. Miami's an awesome city. Go ahead. Miami's an awesome city. They've got some beautiful sports and a beautiful city in Florida. I've been there once. Yeah, it is. But there's still parts of Miami you don't want to be shown up in if you're white. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of gang banging going on down there right now. They're having a lot of trouble with it. Yeah, it's a shame. It is, because we're moving into nice neighborhoods and ruining some of the good neighborhoods. I don't understand why... So our why task force down here stays pretty damn busy. Yeah, they they have to. I don't understand why there's a lot of gang activity nowadays. Well, I'm glad I'm not in the middle of it. I'm yeah, me too. about that. Me too. I'm glad I'm not a gangbanger. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Some people sell drugs. I sell fish. That's good. Well, fish are my drug. Yeah, that's my drug now. I don't have my horses anymore. I used to have horses. I used to breed and raise registered Morgans, which is a really nice horse. It's a thirty work horse. Yeah, I did that. I lived in Idaho for a while, and I did that for a while living in Idaho while I was in between camps. So that was pretty cool. Out west, I've lived in Idaho. I've done camps in Wyoming, camps in, let's see, New Mexico, Colorado, Oregon, Alaska. I've done camps in all those states. All they have to do is call and say they need a cook, and I'm in my truck, and I'm rolling. Oh, well, it's all over the whole United States, practically, except for Mass and some of the eastern states. Yeah, I've met, I've done the southern states, but I've never been up in your area. I've never been up there. I've never hit Massachusetts or or um, New York or any of those states. Never been to Michigan. Kind of cross country, but I've done all the southwest states. Been to Arizona and all. I've been done my running around. My father was a traveler. He used to do pipeline. He did pipeline over in Saudi Arabia for a while. So I guess I got that wanderlust from him. <laughs> you should come up here and uh, meet me, and I'll make a nice dinner for you. What's that? I said you should come up here and meet me, and I'll cook a nice dinner for you. Oh, that would be great. I love <laughs> not having to cook anymore. <laughs> I'm sick of cooking. <laughs> Hello, I swear to God. I actually uh, remember you. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say oh, I, go I remember. I was gonna say I remember you telling me that you were a chef. So uh, 
Now we can talk about your time as a chef if you want. Well, I was a sous chef at the Marriott that I was talking about. And I've done a lot of good. There's a place called the Rustic Inn down here that's quite well known. I cooked there for quite a while. And I've just been cooking all over the place. It depends on, I won't work for bullshit. You know, that's just, when you're a good chef, you know you're not going to work for four bucks an hour. So i got to have my pay or they're not going to have me walk in the door. I'm sure you know what that's like. Yeah, I agree you know with how, you. Yeah, when you know how good you are and that you're not going to fuck everything up, you know, you want your money. You don't want to start at no four or five bucks an hour. That's how I had to start out, but, you know, because I was only making three-something as a dishwasher at the Howard Johnson's, and then they knocked me up to five to be a cook. I worked there for two, three years, actually, until I figured out I could make more money other places cooking. What's your restaurant like? Well, the restaurant I worked at was pretty cool. I was actually the line cook for a while, then I got promoted to uh, line chef, and then I got injured, so I had to leave. But it was pretty good. I enjoyed working at it. I made a lot of pastas and vegetables and hamburgers and pizzas. Yeah, stuff we can't live without. Yeah, especially <laughs> That's pasta. a good thing. <laughs> I love pasta for me. Yeah, I worked at an Italian restaurant with my mom. For, I worked in a few restaurants with my mother. She she she's gone now, but she was a waitress. So there was a bunch of rest, restaurants that we uh, worked at together. The guy she was dating for a while, for a few years, had an Italian restaurant, and I mean he was a good Italian cook. He'd go in at eight o'clock in the morning and start cutting up the leg of veal for all the cuts. He was a good chef, and the funny thing was, he was Cuban. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, cool. he was Cuban, but a hell of an Italian chef. <laughs> yeah. It works out like that usually 99.9% of the time. Well, I'll tell you what, I got a lot of feedback every time I'd be out west in a camp. Oh, where are you from? Well, I'm born in Miami. What the hell are you doing out here? Well, what the hell would I be doing in Miami? <laughs> oh, shit. So what is your mountains in Miami? <laughs> so what is your favorite food and your favorite thing to cook? I would have to say seafood. Being born and bred down here, you know, I still love seafood. Chicken fried steak, of course, stuff like that. I love a good steak. But my favorite cooking was pretty much seafood. Oh, nice. So you must love like a fresh shrimp and a fresh fish, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got the boats down here. You can go right down to the boat and buy a fish. <laughs> oh, We're that cool. close to the water here. There's quite a few places where you can rent a boat and go out and fish. Like, I want to go out. I'm trying to plan a trip and get someone to go with me to go night snapper fishing. You go night fishing, snappers are bottom fish. And they supply everything, but you got to bring your liquor. So that, and I think it's like 50 bucks a night for four hours. Oh, that's not too bad. No, that's not bad at all. I mean, what can you spend in a bar? 
You know, you can be out on the water fishing and still drink. You had all the guys driving the boats and shit, so you didn't have to worry about nothing except for driving home. And there are motels right, right, right there at the docks. Oh, that's cool. So you can uh, get drunk and catch fish for your dinner the next day. Yeah, and they cut it up for you and everything. Yeah, Sounds that's like pretty cool. Yeah, they fillet it. They do it all up and put it in a cooler, and you can take it home. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, so for 50 <laughs> bucks, that's that's a good deal. Yeah, that's, that's an awesome deal. I wish we had that up here in Springfield, Mass. Well, right now, just coming on is stone crab season. I don't know if you've ever had a stone crab, but that's the, the diva of the of the uh, seafood world. Stone crab claw is just as good as lobster. Little no, I've never, never had that. I haven't had a stone crab yet. Oh, you'd love them. They go and when they um, collect all the claws, that's all they take is the claws. They'll take one claw off the crab and throw it back. And it'll grow another claw. So they harvest them like that. And you you can drive right now down by the beach, and there's all kinds of trucks up and down from private boats. That have been, and you can buy stone crab claws right off the trucks. I don't know how much they cost. I haven't even bothered to check because they're not going to be cheap. I think a lobster down here is about 20 bucks for a lobster. Doesn't sound too bad. I know up here, lobsters are about $15 a pound. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's you're going to a bargain. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not they too bad. They can fly stuff in down here pretty quick. So some of our seafood we can get reasonable. Just because they fish right down here. And we do have our Florida lobsters. They're not as good as a Maine lobster, but they're good. Oh, yeah. So pretty much, I've had, yeah. I've had a Florida ahead. lobster before. I've had a Florida lobster before. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're all right. I don't think they're as sweet as the Maine, but they're close. You go into the stores down here. Like, I know you probably know what a Costco is or a Sam's Club. Yeah, if I know what those are, we have those down here. Well, if you go into one of those, a lot of times you can get a deal. When you go in down here, you'll find Florida lobster tails. Whereas, like, when I was up north, it was all Maine lobster tails. And when I was in Alaska, they had a deal, and it was very spendy, that you could order a box of lobsters. And they would send them live from Maine all the way to Alaska. And you'd pick them up and have your live Maine lobsters. Before, if I remember, that was like a couple hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a lot of money for all that travel they have to accommodate for. Yeah. So what else is going on up your way? What are you guys doing up there? Is it so cold? Oh, yeah. It's freezing up here. It's like 40 degrees today. We're getting ready for, for winter, and I hate winter with all my guts, so... Having snow pretty soon. I'm not looking forward to it. You're lucky to live in Florida with the spring like winters. Well, I'll tell you what, down here it's 83 outside. Oh, you're lucky. With the air conditioning (laughs) on. Oh, you're lucky. We're in in my bedroom. I'm lucky we got air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, well that's about air conditioning down here. Oh, yeah, I know that. It's humid. I know that. It gets like 100 degrees in the summertime for you guys. Yeah, that's, yeah um, on Becky's porch, she's got a couple fish tanks out there. She's my roommate, and I'm renting a room from her. And uh, I'll tell you what, them tanks out there will reach 90 easy. And she keeps wow. stuff like discus and angelfish and all the hot water fish. Oh yeah. I've just I've just come to find out from somebody I sold forty fish from or two that he put them in in eighty six degree water and they're holding out just fine. So he oh, thought good. they wouldn't take the heat and they do. They just won't take ninety or a hundred. Oh yeah. He's got them in thick eighty six degrees and they're living. I That's just found good. that out this morning. Because you were good. talking about putting them in with your fish. Yeah, when I had At discus. At one point. Yeah, when I had discus, when I put them in my discus tank. Yeah, I'd like to see your tanks. I'll have to send you some pictures, and you can come and visit them yeah. if you ever come down to Mass. Yeah, if I ever make it that far. <laughs> I'm stuck now. Oh, I'm on Social Security and no money, so I guess I'm stuck. So have to send me some pictures. Yeah. Or I could pay for you to come down and visit me. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Yeah, Cody's exactly. in one end of the house and Cichlid's in the other. Yeah, <laughs> and Nemo. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And all the live bears and dither fish are in the middle. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, it would be. I'll tell you what, I wish I was in Florida right now because I can't take the cold. I wish I was in your room with the air conditioning instead of the heat on. Oh, yeah. It's nice. It's nice and cool. I got a blanket over my feet just because it's nice and cool in here. You go out on the porch, and it's just sweaty as hell. She's got oh, one, yeah. two, three tanks, three tanks out there. And they're all, And but like I said, she's, she doesn't have any um, discus at this point, but she's got a lot of angels. She likes loaches and she likes stuff like that. Catfish. Oh, What's that? I said that that's cool. Those are all some cool fish. I seen some of her pictures. Oh yeah, on she's, she's got one fish that I got for her. It was I don't know if you know what a royal pleco is. Oh yeah, those are beautiful fancy plecos. Yeah, it's a really fancy pleco. Well, at our uh, club meeting one night. They do what they call a raffle table, and that you get numbers when you come in and sign in. You get numbers, and they'll pick your number, and you get a door prize off the table. And it's, it can be anything from heaters, fish, uh, what do you call them, um, gift certificates for different pet shops. There's all everything on them tables. Well, this one night, Becky was sick and couldn't go to the meeting. And I was there, and they had a royal pleco sitting on that table that was that's about eight inches long. And sure enough, they pulled my name first. So instead of taking anything else, I took that royal pleco for Becky. And she was so shocked. I said, Becky, get up. Get out of bed. Come look in the bucket. <laughs> and she about shit. She just about shit when she saw that. Nobody could believe that I took the fish. Because you need, like, a 75-gallon tank for that fish. He's going to get a couple of feet long. 
At least that's what I'm hearing. I don't know. I'm not that familiar with the Plecos. Yeah, they get pretty big. She must have been happy when you, when you gave it to her because those are really expensive. Oh, yeah. Time. Oh, yeah. She was thrilled. She's, we still got it. It's still doing fine. It's a beautiful fish, though. He's so goddamn big. <laughs> and holy shit, he's in a 55, and she's getting ready to put him in a bigger one. Oh, that's cool. So she's going to be a keeper then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been waiting for it to cool off a little bit out here. I'm, we like to go bike riding in the morning. Sometimes we take our fishing poles and go to one of the nearest canals and see if we can catch an Oscar or something. Plenty of Oscars out here. Oh, nice. And I love also, Oh, they're good eating, too. <laughs> they're excellent. They're like a, a good white meat fish. They're really good. So that's all they do with them here is either put them in their fish tank, throw them out of their fish tank, or eat them. Oh, poor Oscars. I would never think poor about eating Oscars. them. I love them. I love them so much. Why no? You can't get to know them if you're going to eat them. That's all there is to it. <laughs> but now, in, the, in all these canals around here, though, you can't fish and eat the fish because we've got a lot of manicured lawns, and the manicured lawns throw off fertilizers, bug stuff and all kinds of stuff into the canals. It's all irrigation canals. So there's a lot of fish in them, but you can't eat them. Too much mercury, oh, yeah. too much stuff like that. But if you go five mile, if you go five minutes from here, you're going to be in the Everglades where anything you do catch, you can eat. Fishing Game has been out there checking it out and checking out mercury contents. And so I talked to them all the time, and they said that out off what we have out here is U.S. 27. If you go out to U.S. 27 and out, U.S. 27 goes through the bottom rim of the Everglades down here. So if you get out to there and further out, you can eat anything you catch. Some good catfish. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Are there pleckles living out there? Oh, yeah, you'll find plecos in all the canals. Plecos are in all the, the main plain one that they sell. I don't know what they even call it. It's just a regular pleco you get in the LFS. Common so plecos. What's that? They call, them, they call those common plecos. Yeah, a common pleco. You can, I saw one three foot long at a boat ramp. My holy Jesus. He was up in the up in the ramp, like where the boats come in, just hanging out. But it's not un- uncommon to catch one too. But you don't usually catch those. I don't know what the deal is with those. I think they stay pretty deep too. Yeah, they must be good eating too, if you can ever catch one. Um, I hear they're not that good at eating. Because of the bones. I hear they have a lot of bones in them. Oh, yeah, they're an armored catfish, that's right. Yeah, so something that's that bony you don't even want to deal with. Yeah. Lucky for them. <laughs> yeah, they've also got the renegade snakeheads going crazy down here. I see they have them up there in some of your rivers. Yeah, we have a ton of snakeheads up here as well. It's a shame that people released them in the wild because they were an awesome fish. They're an awesome fish to eat. I'm going <laughs> to tell you something. The first one that I filleted 
was solid white meat with no bones. It looked like a red snapper. So we fried it up, and it was absolutely delicious. Honest to God, absolutely delicious. And they will kick your ass if they catch you throwing one back down here. Fish and game will be on your shit. I can imagine. throw them back. Yeah. They hate them suckers, don't they? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no shit. That's that's a trip. Yeah, there's a lot of snakeheads and pahus and piranhas out here on our rivers. Oh, uh, we've we've got. I don't know about the piranhas. I haven't heard much on them. I've heard a couple people say they've seen them, but not very many. Pahus, you're likely to find down here more so than the than the. Uh, than the piranha. The pakus are pretty okay. cool. They... Go ahead. I was going to say, the pakus are pretty cool. They call them the nut crushers on uh, Animal Planet. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. With Jeremy, <laughs> the fisherman. Yeah. Monster fisherman. Yeah, I was just watching him the other night. <laughs> That's funny. Uh... Yeah, some of the fish he catches. I'm glad we don't got down here. We got enough problems. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. Uh, I love the freshwater stingrays that he catches. Yeah. I've seen some of that, too. He, I saw that just, what, a week ago. The freshwater <laughs> stingray. God damn, it was big. I had no clue. Yeah. I didn't know they'd get that big. There are some of them that can actually live in the aquarium hobby, like the Matoro and all uh, those wonderful species. They had yeah, the same requirements as stories. I see that. I see they've got some in some of the pet, uh, pet stores down here now. And a friend yeah, of mine that's got a warehouse has got some. Oh, nice. I love stingrays, but I can't have a tank big enough for them. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know anything about the different species. If they've got any smaller ones, I'm sure they do. Yeah, they probably do. So do you fish up there, or what do you do for fun? I do fish. I haven't fished in many years, though. The last time I fished, I was like 17 or 18. I'm now 22, but I'm looking at getting into fishing again. I saw some of your... uh pictures on Facebook a few minutes ago when you said you were fishing some you got some very beautiful cichlids. Up here all we got is uh pumpkin seeds and bluegills and largemouth bass and the occasional channel catfish. Yes, we got all that down here. Yeah. Very yeah, rarely I just, we'll catch are, you, are you looking at the Cory lady? Yeah, that's your beautiful page, right? Yeah, I've just made that. A girlfriend helped me make that and put that together. I haven't had a page, and I'm glad I finally put one together. I so didn't awesome. have the clue how to do it, so she helped me out. It looks awesome. I was going to say that uh, all of our listeners should go on Facebook and uh, like your page to Corey Lady on Facebook. Yeah, well, thank you, Alex. That's nice of you to promote me like that. You're welcome. I can always use it. 
Yeah, yeah I was gonna talking say. to you takes some of the boredom out of my day. Oh, that's awesome. I, I appreciate that. It makes my day much better talking to you. Yeah, I like talking to you. You get on chat, and you're just funny as hell. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we really don't even catch Oscars or anything like that up here. I had a friend who caught a Pocky, though. Really? Yeah, he kept it in his aquarium instead of turning it into the, the fish and game person. Huh. And then he brought it to the fish store to get store credit from it instead of killing it. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. That's talking what he major did. quarantine there. <laughs> yeah, he had to he had to quarantine it for like a month before the food store took it. Yeah, that's the bad thing about some of these fish from out here is you got to quarantine them, like the cichlids that we sent. Those definitely had to be quarantined, but it was known that they were not tank water fish. So, you know, they had to quarantine, and there was no way around that. We kept wanting to tank here for a while just to just to do it. It lived fine, and it got bigger, and we, we ended up throwing it back in the water, which we're not supposed to, but we did. Yeah, that's cool. Those fish must be yeah. hardy enough if they're living in the wild. They got to be really hardy then. Yeah, they really are, because we do get some chilly weather during the winter. Our winters can dip dip down to the 30s and get to freezing. Matter of fact, three years ago there was a iguana that lived at my mother's house on the next street. The iguana was about three and a half foot long, and he'd come up on the porch and the patio and hang out and hang out in the yard. He lived underneath a fifth wheel, not a fifth wheel, a little travel trailer that was in the back corner of the yard of a quarter-acre lot. And it froze that one year, and we never saw him again. I got a feeling he's dead underneath that travel trailer. But that was a sad thing. You know, we lose some of the neatest animals. Oh, and we got parrots all over here, too. We got parrots that fly around. Whole flocks of them. Well, that's, that's kind of new to me. Parents. That's happened since I've been away, since I've been out at out west. When I came back, and there's all these these fish. Huh. I mean, all these um, different birds. <laughs> I couldn't believe how many wild ones now. You even see macaws out here in the trees when you get toward the beach. Oh, that's cool. Macaws are one of my personal favorite parrots. Well, so now what else should we talk about? The vulgarity that we talk about on chat? Sure, if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, folks, I am going to take Alex Cardinal, and I am going to tie him up in my fish room. (laughs) Now, everybody knows Alex. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Now you have to hold up to it. Everybody knows. Yeah, that's true. Everyone knows that she's going to tie me up now. Yeah, and then I won't tell you after what happens after that. You don't have to eat the fish. I'll guarantee you that. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so do you like music yeah, you, at all? You can't eat the fish while you're in there. What's that? Do you like music? 
I love music. You've been playing some pretty good music. I like yeah, a lot right. of old rock and roll. Oh, good. I like some of the newer country that's not crying in their beers. <laughs> okay, mm. is the stuff you've been playing the kind of stuff you listen to? Yeah, I like rap. I like rock and roll and country. I like a whole lot of music, actually. I do too, but I'm not, I like some rap, but not a lot of it. The ones where they just keep talking and there's no real music or anything. Boom, ba ba boom, ba ba boom. Now that I get tired of really quick. Yeah, I agree with you on that. My finger keeps wandering to the switch button on the radio. <laughs> That's what I do too when I hear some songs that keep repeating themselves. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> There's some pretty good rappers out there. Yeah, there's a lot well, of good I talk, Well, I was talking about Steven Tyler. Now, that's the kind of more music that I'm more leaning towards is Aerosmith and bands like that. But I like a lot of the old ones. Like, I like old Jimi Hendrix, old Eric Clapton. I even used to listen to a band called Grand Funk Railroad. Go figure. <laughs> The only you one like that's going to remember that are the ones that are at least as old as I am. <laughs> Do you like the uh, the band Creed? Who? Creed? I have never heard them. I don't think. If I have, I didn't know who it was. Oh yeah, they're 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 kind of uh, new. They're from the nineties. Oh okay. Creed, huh? Yeah. I'll, I'll have to listen for them. Yeah, well, they're they're a great band. I think you're going to like them, hopefully. Yeah, I might like to dig them up on the Internet. You might have heard of yeah, them before, yeah, but, I probably but could. not have known of it. Yeah. I'm not good at pulling stuff up on the Internet. I'm just learning. i got a desktop. I can't do a laptop. I press too many oh. buttons and I move too many things, and my fingers just won't deal with it. So I stick with my laptop. I mean, my... um. That's not. I like them it's easier for me to type stuff in. Yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah, it's easier for me to t- just type it in instead of having to barely tap stuff, and I end up moving things and writing something I really shouldn't have wrote. <laughs> but I didn't realize I was writing at the time. Crap. <laughs> So at least I can catch myself with this computer. Actually, it's not mine. It's my roommate's. It's Becky's. But she's got a laptop. Oh, that's cool. But I don't use it all the time. So do you have any favorites? I tried to put some some different pictures. I'm going to go in and put some more on my page. I don't know if I posted the picture of Gator Boys. I got a picture of my sister standing out in front of Gator Boys at Holiday Park. So I don't know if I posted that with the airboats and stuff. I don't know if I put that on there or not. I just drew on some quarries that I I got pictures of and my quarries and miscellaneous. I'd love to see that, that picture. Oh, yeah, it's it's kind of far away, but I, I tried to get the whole building in. I'll go through it and see what I got. 
So, uh, do, do you watch TV at all? Do you have any favorite TV shows? I stay more like to the ID channel, and I like movies. Like, I like to see how people kill each other. I'm practicing <laughs> to be an axe murderer. <laughs> I'm practicing now. I'm not there yet, but I'm practicing. I'm watching the TV shows where I know I'll be able to do it sooner or later. I've killed and gutted and stripped out enough animals. Why can't I do a person? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I watched the idea yeah. too. It's a pretty good channel. Yeah, you can tell I'm getting bored down here when I start thinking shit like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you must it's be just... pretty lonely there. <laughs> It's it's so hot outside. We don't want to go out and do nothing. I know. At least and for our you, fishing you... poles both broke. Oh, that sucks. You can't go fishing. Yeah, anymore. so we had the fishing poles. I'm a I'm disabled, as is Becky, and we get a free license from the state. So that's pretty oh. cool. That's good. You got to come in for it, though. Oh, yeah. So they give it to people for free if they have disability? Yeah. If you're on disability or if you're uh, old, like you're an old person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm older than dirt, but I'm not that old yet. (laughs) I'm I'm only 58. Or 59. I guess I just turned 59. Can't believe it. I'm I'm surprised that I'm not all lamed up and can't do shit. I think it's the hard work young. all my life that kept me up to it. You're still pulling. I'm young. still hauling. I'm still hauling five gallon buckets to do water changes on all my fish tanks. I've got four twenties and what have I got? Six six fives, two three uh, two fives. No, wait a minute. One two three four five six seven eight. Six ten gallons, two five gallons, and four. 20 longs. That's what I've got. Wow. I just have so damn, so damn many. <laughs> I, got set up, I got it set up for two species. Each species has a has two 20-gallon grow-out tanks, and it's got the five... The fives are for the eggs. I put the eggs in the five gallons, and then when they grow up, they get switched to the other tanks. But I end up carrying five-gallon buckets of water pretty regular. So I guess it's keeping me in shape somewhat. So that's good. <laughs> not, I'm not lying over and dead yet. <laughs> you won't be for at least another 20 years. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's awesome. But you're in Florida, so you get to have ice cream year-round. Fresh ice cream. i got to choke here a minute, Alex. Uh, okay, I just... I just yeah, I just took a hit off one of these vaporized pipes. Okay. So I quit smoking. Motherfucker. <laughs> if they just put a little THC in it now, you'd really have it going. Oh, oh well. That's the first puff I've taken off of it. I've finally quit my last pack of cigarettes. I'm going to oh, try that's and quit. Good. Congratulations. Well, I got to. I got a little bit of emphysema going on, so... It's a definite must now. It's not like I think I will. It's I think I have to. Oh, yeah, you should definitely quit. Yeah. I, I didn't start smoking until six years ago. 
I used to I used to grow pot and I used to smoke pot. So after smoking pot every day, you develop that habit. So then when all of a sudden it all gets taken away from you, you still have that habit. So I started with clove cigarettes and then like the buzz I got off of If I don't smoke cigarettes for a couple of days and then I smoke one, I'll get a high off of it just like a pot high. <laughs> so you were a pot yeah. high? <laughs> yeah, I definitely was. I go That's to a okay, pain management cool. clinic now that won't allow it. <laughs> and Becky smokes every day because she's got MS. And it really helps her MS. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so everything's going good here, Alex. Just that's waiting good. for my fish to grow. I got them all sold. So that's cool. So uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving this year? Say that again? What are you going to be doing for Thanksgiving this year? Nowhere. I don't really have any family down here that I associate with anymore. That's a long story I won't go into. But um, I believe Becky's going to stay with her sister. I mean, her daughter. So I'm just going to stay here alone and watch TV and pretend it's just another day. Uh, Are you going to cook turkey for yourself? No. If anything, I'd rather have a lobster tail. Oh, that's cool. That'll celebrate it just fine for me, or steak. Oh, that's cool. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm going to spend some time with my family and enjoy the day and do some cooking and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Well, I'm getting out of the cooking since I don't have a family. I actually do, but we're not all on speaking terms anymore. Oh, that sucks. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, it sucks. But it is what it is. Yeah. I if you were close to keep touching. What? I said, if you were close to me, I'd invite you to uh, my family for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that would be cool. And we yeah, can get it's to just been a long fish. time. I I just haven't uh, haven't really done much for holidays this last few years. I kind of ignore them anymore. You don't really have anybody to spend them with. You know, you just, oh, well, go to the bar, have a drink. Yeah. Get, get Eat their free Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them down here put out free Thanksgiving dinners. So that's pretty cool. Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, you can just go to the bar and have a beer, see who ain't, who else is in your shoes, and there's always somebody in there on the holidays. Never fails. We got like two bars about, oh, one's three-quarters of a mile away, and the other one is about half a mile away. But we got two bars right here that are real close. Actually, there's one bar you could ride to on your bicycle. So well, if you don't want to get a DUI, there you go. That's good. We could probably go to the bar on Thanksgiving and have a good time there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I got a three-wheeled bike, a little old lady bike. 
I really like <laughs> oh, it. Please, please. Uh, yeah, well, my dad, my dad passed away, and he had one, and he left his to me. I never rode one before, and they're really a kick in the butt. So <laughs> then some of the crackheads, crackheads, came over and stole <laughs> it, and then I ended up buying another one. So I've got this one locked up in Becky's. Uh, she's got a little uh, little room on the back of her house, a shed. So we've got everything tied up in that shed. Yeah, they they took that bicycle right out of the front yard with a cable on it around a palm tree. It was a short palm tree. They lifted it up right over the palm tree and took it. It was an old rusty bicycle. Now, who in the fuck would take an old rusty bicycle from an old lady? A crackhead. No shit. <laughs> crackhead, a crackhead. crackhead. Come here, crackhead. <laughs> I know yeah, and I was starting them streets, but but you know if you if you get them and you do anything about it, they'll come over to your house and throw rocks through your car. Oh yeah, I know. Twenty-two. So what are you gonna do? You know. Yeah, it's a shame. Freaking crackheads. Fucking crackheads. <laughs> on the next street, on the next street, someone got us from the cinder block, thrown through the back window of their pickup. Oh damn. On the next street. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there, but obviously some bad blood going on between the two. So we just stay away from that whole area. It's only two streets over. Yeah, I don't blame and then you. you get away, but, but you get away from them, and then you're in some big, beautiful homes that have got big yards and big acreage for horses and stuff like that. So this little crackhead community is, like, right between us. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So you get the yeah, good the we're, we're, we're gradually easing them out. We're moving in rednecks with airboats. <laughs> Crackheads, <laughs> they don't like them airboats. <laughs> so I had a well, one living on the next street. I had all rednecks living next to me, and there wasn't a crackhead showed his face. <laughs> rednecks. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'm a redneck, I guess. <laughs> That's all right. Rednecks are cool people. Yeah, we're all right. I still got a little bit of a biker in me, but that was old days. Oh, you're a biker chick, huh? I, yeah, when I was like, I was like 18, I used to paint motorcycles. Oh, that's I am cool. an artist. Yeah. A couple of them went to the shows. I was down here when I did that. Did a couple shows in Miami and stuff like that. Got a few winners. But that was, I was hanging out with a bunch of people down here, I guess you guys have heard of the Outlaws? Yeah. This neck's full of them. This neck of the woods. So I knew some of them from many, many years ago that I'd been to the courthouse, I mean, been to their clubhouse and stuff. Them people are all gone, and it's all a whole different set of standards and a set of bullshit, and things aren't as good as they used to be, I think. Yeah. It's like that up here now. Things aren't as good as they used to be back in the 90s. Yeah. One of my sisters got mad at me and says, I'm going to have all the outlaws come over here and kick your ass. (laughs) I was like, my half or your half? (laughs) (laughs) My friends against your friends. (laughs) No shit. Too funny. I don't well, really know of any outlaws that are around when I was around hanging out with them people, though. 
I got mm-hmm. more to the cowboy thing and the horses and kind of drifted off from that. Crack, so you had one, of the, um, one of the ranches I worked on, Coke was a big thing there. Everybody was doing Coke. Oh. If you can imagine. You're going up to see a cowboy in spurs, see him jump on with his shafts and ride a horse, but he's all coked up. <laughs> uh, no shit. That's why they love Coca-Cola now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was sitting here drinking a Coca-Cola wishing it had that in it. <laughs> that's, that's a funny. sad thing. That's a sad yeah. thing they took that out of the Coke. <laughs> oh, man. I know, a lot of funny side. I don't do nothing anymore, so... Oh, well, I, love- I have my fun doing it. <laughs> That's funny. I love Coca-Cola now. So we'll have to think about <laughs> that next time. Add some Coke to it. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, too bad you ain't down here. You'd be, in, you'd be outside sitting in a lawn chair. Yeah. Eating some ice Watching cream. Watching the palm trees. <laughs> yeah, it's all We got Christmas you got to- coming up. We got Christmas coming up. I'm going to put some palm trees on the... Palm, uh, some balls on the palm trees out front. Oh, nice. And maybe I'll take a picture and post it. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> I have a lot of people online asking me where, I at, where I'm at because I'm selling fish. And, I'll, you know, one of the biggest problems I'm finding, Alex, is that it's getting cold up there. I need a heat pack. But there's one problem. Getting them out of here... It's already in the 80s. So what I'm afraid of, they'll sit in the, in the hangar for a day or two before they get going. They go up in the plane and it cools off. But as long as they're on the ground here in Florida, it's hot. So I'm looking at having problems getting them out of here without cooking them first. Oh, yeah, I agree with you on that. I don't know. I'm yeah, I gotta do some thinking about that. What I want to do. Yeah, I don't I'm waiting blame. on a new scale though. I I got okayed through another carrier. I've been using UPS and they're not cheap. I've been using UPS and I hate to use the post office. I've lost three batches of shrimp of a uh, fish, sending them through the post office. One took six days, one took five days, and the other was just plain too hot. And it, that's when it got warmer up there. So, lo and behold, you know, I don't know if it's just too hot going out of here. Or, I don't know. I don't know. That's just all I can think it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about shipping fish, actually. Well, I'm learning pretty damn quick. I've had some of the best show me. I've been shipping and all. That's just three incidents out of all the fish I've shipped over the last five years. But yeah, I don't use the post office right. anymore because you don't know how long it's going to take. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I got a new carrier that I'm waiting on a scale. You know, I can print out all my own pay all my own stuff to put on there and have it all ready to go, do my invoices, and <laughs> so I'm in... Looks like I'm actually in business. Instead of having everything laying around the house, and I just sew it together. That's good to hear. Yeah, I had to clean up my shit, Alex. <laughs> God damn it, I had to clean up my shit. 
Well, you're doing well. That's good to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah, it could be. It could be very good. <clears throat> In the room where the fish tanks are, there is a bed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, think about that one for a while. <laughs> I wouldn't be tying you up on the floor. Sit the bed. So anyway, it's been good talking to you. I'm glad you had me call in today. Oh, I'm glad to have you on the show. You did a fantastic job, and I was uh, happy to have you as a guest. Thanks for being here today. So are we getting close to done? Yeah, I think we're just about done, and I don't have anything else to ask you. I think you did a, a great job tonight. Well, I can't think of anything else offhand. You guys already know the ecosystem and everything down here. Awesome. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and... lawn chair. <laughs> I'm going to come down and visit you sometime then. Hell yeah, I'll save you a lawn chair. You betcha. <laughs> All right. We'll make a plan of it then. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to thank you for being here tonight. You were a great guest. I enjoyed chatting with you. I hope our listeners enjoyed hearing from you. Oh, yeah. You have a great rest of your day. Have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, you too. Yours will probably be a lot nicer than mine, but I'll just ignore it. I hope you <laughs> have fun with your family. I will. I'll make sure to contact you and chat with you on Thanksgiving Day so you feel better. Okay, that'd be great. I'll be online uh, here and there because I won't have anything else to do unless I need to do uh, water changes. Okay. <laughs> I'll make sure to ch- contact you. Okay, yeah, I'll talk to you Thanksgiving. All right, you have a nice nice night and a nice day, you nice lady. Okay, I'll have a good afternoon and you do, you do the same. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's funny. I know. (laughs) She's an awesome lady. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take our uh, intermission, and when we come back, I'm going to wrap up this great show. So during this intermission, we're going to have two awesome songs. The first one is by Ryan Serene. And it's called When the Party is Over. And the second song is called Rocket Man. And when I come back, I have some announcements. And then we'll end this awesome show. So don't go anywhere, folks. This intermission is being brought to you by rapper Ryan Serini. Check out his website at www.ryanserini.com. And listen to his wonderful rap songs on iTunes. Let's keep it serene right here on American Variety Network. Girl that I don't even know And to make things worse There's a 
condom just laying on the floor But I wouldn't be here If my ex-girlfriend never would have left me It's been three years, yeah But rumor has it she's gonna get married So I resort to a fifth To drown my conscience Go out every night out of spite Like I'm in college Now I'm in this studio apartment Filled with all my regrets Trying to prove I'm heartless Fighting the urge to text but I'm drunk again, so I figured now be the best time to tell you I'm still in love with you, still think of you, I wish she was you I miss your kiss, I miss your touch Think that last round of shots might have been too much I just wanted to clear my mind, and, and now I'm spilling my guts But what do I know about love? I can't even sober up When the party's over, I'll be laying here all alone Staring at the ceiling Trying to figure out where I went wrong Had one too many And now I'm falling All I want is love But she ain't calling When the party's over I'll be laying here all alone Staring at the ceiling Trying to figure out where I went wrong Had one too many And now I'm falling All I want is love But she ain't calling How did I get here? How did I fall so low? How did it get to the point where we don't even talk no more? You know everything about me. The good, the bad, the ugly. Turned around and used it against me. Sucked all the life out me. But for some reason, I always come back to you. I never met anyone that can take me as high or as low as you do. And the truth hurts. But let me tell you what hurts worse. The thought of you making love to another man destroys my earth. So here I am again, out on the town, looking for a rebound. Hoping I fill this void you left me with when she quits out. But in the back of my mind, I, I know she's not the same. She's nothing like you, but for now she'll ease my pain. And I hate myself for it. I really wish things were different. I know I lost you forever and can't seem to live with it. Bury my head in my hands just as soon as we finish. I don't want to accept it, so I'm a drink to forget it. When the party's over, I'll be laying here all alone. Staring at the ceiling, trying to figure out where I went wrong. Had one too many, and now I'm falling. All I want is love, but she ain't calling. When the party's over, I'll be laying here all alone. Staring at the ceiling, trying to figure out where I went wrong. Had one too many. Now I'm falling All I want is love But she ain't calling All I want is love But she ain't calling
advertise? Do you want to get some much-needed exposure for your business or your very own Facebook page or even your very own podcast? Well, look no further than Jackie's help and advice for promoting on Facebook. Jackie will help you advertise your goods and help you spread the word. I, Alice Cardinelli, have personally been great friends with Miss Jackie Wilkes, and she has a very kind heart, and she is a very sweet lady, and she will definitely help you grow like she has helped Alice Cardinelli grow. To advertise and promote your business or anything you want to advertise, please like and check out the page, Jackie's Help and Advice for Promoting on Facebook. Are you enjoying tonight's episode of the American Variety Network? Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. That's American Variety Network at Comcast.net. You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network, or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at Comcast.net. Would you like to find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network and follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network One. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like and our fan page on Twitter is at American Network One and hit follow. While you're here listening to this show on Blog Talk Radio, feel free to check out some of the other great shows Blog Talk Radio has to offer. There are shows for everyone, whether it be sports shows, politics shows, comedy shows, talk shows, and yes, even church religious shows. Become a loyal listener of Blog Talk Radio. Today, blogtalkradio.com. American Variety Network fans, mark your calendars and get ready to celebrate. Saturday, November 21st. 
2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific The American Variety Network reaches another milestone as we celebrate our 250th episode. Our 250th episode is going to be filled with plenty of awesome surprises and fun. Here to tell you more about the 250th episode is the host himself, Alex Cardinale. On the 250th episode, there will be three special surprise guests, including one fishkeeping guest who will be broadcasting live from the Ohio Cichlid Association 2015 Extravaganza and two other awesome surprise guests. There will be some awesome comedy clips guaranteed to make you laugh and blast from the past clips. And there will also be a lot of fun. I personally invite you, my listeners, to help me celebrate 250 awesome episodes as you've been a huge part of my success. So join me live Saturday, November 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern for our 250th episode at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. What are you thankful for this year? You know what Alex Cardinale and the American Variety Network are thankful for. You the listeners. That's right, Alex and all of us here at the American Variety Network are so glad you listen to our shows and tune into them. We love you listeners, remember that. The American Variety Network and Alex Cardinale would like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and we hope you enjoy some tasty turkey and have a nice meal with your loved ones. Be thankful for what you have and spend time with your loved ones. Happy Thanksgiving all. Calling out all you turkeys and turkey lovers. Come join the American Variety Network on Thanksgiving Day for a special holiday themed episode. This will be our very first podcast broadcast live on Thanksgiving Day. Live Thursday, November 26, 2015 at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific. Alex Cardinale will broadcast the American Variety Network for a special Thanksgiving Day morning special. This will be your last chance to ask any last-minute Thanksgiving cooking questions. I'll discuss how to make the perfect Thanksgiving turkey. I'll discuss NFL football on Thanksgiving, and much more. So come spend your Thanksgiving morning with the American Variety Network on Thanksgiving at 11 a.m. Eastern. Happy Thanksgiving. Breaking news just into the American Variety Network studios. On Monday, November 30, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific, Alex is going to share some groundbreaking news and announcements that will shock the American Variety Network and Blog Talk Radio. What is the news? Well, you're going to have to tune in live on Monday, November 30 because no one is going to find out. Suspense is the best. 
Plus there will also be a special surface guest returning to the American Variety Network for the first time in over a year. So what is the major news? We will find out on November 30th. You're listening to the American Variety Network. Your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to the right talk show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. In your case, sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. show you cannot miss. 
So make sure you're here this Saturday because on my 250th episode, I have not one, not two, but three special surprise guests. Ladies and gentlemen, at 9, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, broadcasting live from the 2015 Ohio Cichlid Association Extravaganza is my first guest, Mr. John Centrzynski. Now, for those of you who do not know who this guest is, Mr. John Centrzynski is a freshwater monster fish rescuer. He's got a very, very, very large uh, freshwater tank that houses pakus, red tail cats, arowanas, and large cichlids. He is well. He is very respected and very well known in the freshwater hobby. I am extremely happy to have him live on my 250th episode at 9:10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern, I've got a very special surprise guest, and he is a good friend of mine. And this is his first ever guest appearance. You know, this man is one of the first few people I contacted when I figured out that I was going to have a 250th episode celebration. I truly feel he belongs on this episode celebration because he has helped make the American Variety Network a success. Nobody else, nobody else, and I mean no one else helped the American Variety Network become a success other than this great man. And they're going to find out exactly who this man is at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my 250th episode this Saturday. And at 10.30, I've got a very special surprise reef-keeping guest. I'm not going to spill the beans. i tune in Saturday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern to find out. So on the 250th episode... Three special surprise guests, a blast from the past, some comedy clips, some shout-outs, and some music, and I'll talk about random things. Ladies and gentlemen, I am without a doubt preparing you the best show of 2015, in my opinion, on Saturday, November 21st, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern. Will you tune in to my 250th episode? You better. If you call yourself a fan of the American Variety Network, you got to be at the 250th episode. Because I, as a host, I'm going to listen to that show because I know it's going to be great. I want you there. So tune in Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern for my 250th episode. All right. Moving forward, our next special show is going to be on Thanksgiving morning. That's right. The American Variety Network is going to broadcast live on Thanksgiving morning. Now, on Thursday, November 26, 2015, at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific, I'm going to do a special two-hour Thanksgiving extravaganza. I'm going to tell you how to make the perfect turkey on Thanksgiving morning. I'm going to tell you how to 
Uh, have a great Thanksgiving with your family. And we'll talk about Thanksgiving topics. I'll talk about what I'm thankful for and all of that great stuff. So I want you to join me Thanksgiving morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the American Variety Network. Then I have a show on Black Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's right. I'm going to do a show about all the Christmas sales that are going on on Black Friday. So join me Friday, November 27th, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern. And I'll explain more about the Black Friday show to you next Monday. And on Monday, November 30th, I've got a breaking news show. I'm going to tell you about some news that are very important regarding the future of the American Variety Network. Ladies and gentlemen, I have some news you must hear. If you want to win a free gift card, you got to tune into my breaking news show. What did I say? Free gift card? Well, you got to tune into the breaking news show on Monday, November 30th, to find out because I've got some breaking news that regard Christmas and regard the American Variety Network. Plus, on Monday, November 30th, I've got a very special surprise guest. I am happy to announce that on Monday, November 30th, I've got KRMC owner, Mr. Judd McCracken, coming on the show. That's going to be phenomenal as well. So, Monday, November 30th, 2015, right here on the American Variety Network, KRMC, sales manager, Judd McCracken, stop by the American Variety Network. All right? So, make sure you tune into my 250th episode this Saturday and tune into the breaking news show on November 30th. All right, guys, we've reached the end of this awesome show. I would like to say thank you to Lynn Matney for being a phenomenal guest, a very sexy Lynn Matney. I appreciate your guest, and I appreciate you being on the show. With that, I'm going to end today's show. Thank you all for listening live to the show. We're going to broadcast at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday because I think it's a great time to be on the air for me personally because I'm busy on Monday, so we'll do 1 p.m. every Monday. But with that, I'd like to say thank you, Lynn Massey, for being a great guest, and i also like to say thank you to Ryan Serini for being a great sponsor. Good night, everyone. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time here on the American Variety Network. So good, so good, feel so good. Playboy, baby, I sell dreams. 
money's never tight, so I don't ever stress. Get what I deserve, nothing but the best. The best women, son, no flat chest. See for yourself, they're all topless. Everywhere I go, I'm a familiar face. Great reputation, got expensive taste. When I come around, everyone's getting paid. I take care of my boys, they're all getting laid. Feels so good, feels so nice. Feels Hollywood, feels so right. Feels like I'm on in the spotlight. Everybody wanna know what my life's like. Feels so good, feels so nice. Feels Hollywood, feels so right. Feels like the nightlife got my mind right. Everybody wanna know what my life's like. My life's sorta like paradise. You only live once, so I'ma live it right. This life's intense, all about passion, high sex drive. My action like an info, baby, you don't need a rabbit Just fuck my face like a sex addict I'm just getting started, life's what you make it Live, laugh, love, and do it all naked Last I heard, I was heaven sent The perfect man, clean cut and confident Working on my image, make my own decisions Run for president, why not, sky's the limit Can't ignore me, I'm not just anyone This life right here, not for everyone You want a sugar daddy? Unnecessary Yeah, money talks, but that's hereditary Feels so good, feels so nice Feels Hollywood, feels so right Feels like I'm on in the spotlight Everybody wanna know what my life's like Feels so good, feels so nice Feels Hollywood, feels so right Feels like the nightlife got my mind right Everybody wanna know what my life's like Everybody wanna know Everybody wanna know what my life's like Everybody wanna know Everybody wanna know what my life's like Everybody wanna know Everybody wanna know what my life's like Everybody wanna know Everybody wanna know what my 